what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to episode 5 of the Church of Awesome podcast. I am your host, your guru, your cult leader, Brett Dupree, here to drop down the knowledge of what it takes to live an amazingly awesome life. It is not just what comes out from the outside, the stuff, the things, the money. It's mostly stuff on the inside, things that you work on. I don't weekly or monthly basis generally weekly is what we do here at the church of awesome where we pick one aspect of our lives to grow every week we delve deeper into what it means to be awesome this episode we are doing the commandments still all religions need 10 commandments because i am western And that's what our Western religions do. We have commandments. We have ten. The number's big. The number's round. Well, it's actually not that big. But it is round. Has a zero at the end. This is Commandment 4. This is part of the top four awesome series with Commandment 1 is be awesome. Commandment 2 is treat yourself awesome. Commandment 3 is have an awesome mindset. And Commandment 4 is treat others awesome. Yes. It is important that we treat others the way we want to be treated. Almost every religion has a form of the golden rule. The golden the golden rule. Wow, I say rule weird. And that is do unto others on how you would do unto yourself. Or in other words, those in glass houses should not throw stones. There are so many sayings about treating other people well. In fact, one of my favorite people in the world, Will Wheaton has his main credo of don't be a dick to other people. Basically treating other people with kindness and respect. It is very important that we reach out and lift up all of us. We are human. And part of what it means to be human is our desire to help other people. I watched this amazing I watched this amazing video. This I believe it was a TV special that talked about the differences between man and primates. The things that sets up Homo sapiens apart from orangutans. I probably should have learned the scientific term for bonobos so I could sound more scientific. But the thing is The thing that truly separates us is our ability to help each other and our ability to share after we help. They showed all these studies after studies of the the monkeys. They would some of them they would have two cups and they would point to which one had the food, and the monkey did not contemplate that the one that they were pointing at would be the one with the food because Basically, speaking as a chimpanzee to be exact in this study, but the idea that the other being would try to help the other person when it comes to food would be, it just wouldn't happen. But when they went to grab it, it almost always went for the one that the person grabbed. But if you show a one and a half year old toddler, you point to a toy, it will go to it and give it to you because we actually get a spark of dopamine when we help another person. Think about it in your life. When you help somebody, it feels good. 
This is what it, this is the basics of what it means to be human. This idealistic idea that we're in a dog eat dog world, but that's not how we dominated this planet. We dominated this planet because at very least in our smallish, I believe of 200 and so people tribes is apparently what we are, have the ability to truly empathize with. If you just go on a biological level without meditation and working on it, we can empathize with around 200 if I remember correctly. But basically, those 200 people were tight and they were always helped each other. They're always there for each other. And because of that, and then building out and then building out and then building out and continually to bring us forward in our ability to help because a rising tide raises all ships. We were able to get to the point where human beings, we dominate this planet. We dominate this planet so much that we have to stop dominating it or we will kill everything. And yes... A lot of this is our ruthless nature and a few other things. None of that would be helpful. None of that would be effect- as effective if we didn't have the desire and ability to help. There are constant stories out there of people who have laid down their lives to save other people. And this is a basics. This is the basis of what it means to be human, is to be helpful. So think about how you want to be treated in your life. How you want strangers to treat you. When somebody says, how are you doing? Are you going to switch on to automated act of just fine? Or are you going to do something better than that to try to raise their spirit? Just something as little as a greeting can help. One thing I've started to do in my life is to say my life is amazingly awesome. Because number one, that's how I want to see my life as amazingly awesome. And number two, you should see people's faces when you say that. They're expecting fine or whatever, you know, whatever normal greeting that people give. But amazingly awesome. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Just something as simple as that. can even break them out of their hypnosis, living their mediocre time, and at least give them a point of time where they smile and they feel good if they are willing to accept it. This is also why I try to support the people in my life when they ask for it. Yes, I try to keep my boundaries as well and to live what I do, but there's just something special about supporting people and and supporting our community. Spending a little extra money at a fair to buy some premium soaps is, in my humble opinion, better than going to the store and buying some Irish Red or whatever. Irish Spring, that's what it's called. There's just something about not only am I helping this person live their dream, but I'm getting high quality soap. And I said that backwards. That happens sometimes. But that's still the sentiment. I get high quality soap and I'm helping someone live their dreams. If you knew someone who wrote a book, hint, hint, Buy that book and read it. Give them a comment. Give them a review. It doesn't even have to... I mean, that's not even that big. If you do get a Kindle version of most people's books, that's like 10 bucks and leaving a review, that makes their day. Telling someone something nice about themselves, that makes their day. I mean, treating other people awesome doesn't have to mean bending over backwards for them. I know one of my 10 rules, seven, but it was seven keys of joy that I do have in my book, Joyous Expansion. One of my keys is to love unconditionally. And loving unconditionally is part of treating people awesome. Being able to love people for who they are and where they are at. But a lot of people think of treating other people awesome as a detrimental to you because when you treat other people awesome and they do not reciprocate, then you lose. 
But the reality is they lost. Plus, number two was treat yourself awesome. And treating yourself awesome does mean you don't allow yourself to be taken advantage of. Treating yourself awesome means you have the necessary boundaries that you need in your life. And as you treat someone awesome and somebody doesn't take your awesomeness and makes you feel bad, Treating them awesome is to remove them from your life because you are treating yourself awesome. That's why it's number two. That's why it's number two. It's the most important thing because you have to take care of yourself first. But once you're in a place where you can give and receive and start giving upon yourself to others, this also doesn't mean that you have to help everybody move all the time. This doesn't mean you have to be helpful all the time. This doesn't mean you have to set your life up to a way to ruin your life by giving this is not martyr yourself this is not give until you're empty this is treating other people awesome this is when you see that homeless person on the street if you're not going to give them money at least give them eye contact don't look down that is a human being and imagine being homeless imagine that stress of not having a home not knowing where you're going to live and just needing a few extra bucks yeah and it might be booze But I know for myself, if I'm ever homeless, I'm going to need lots of booze to be able to not put it, not jump into a lake or find some way to kill myself. Because honestly speaking, that's stressful. That is a miserable way to live. And what makes it worse is how we treat them. What makes it worse is when you're walking by, you don't even look them into the eye. You don't even recognize their humanity. And it's not just homeless people. It's the people around us. We are living in one of the loneliest times to be alive. I am not one of those people who are who is anti-technology. I love technology. I love cell phones. I love texting. I love all the things that technology can get us in our present. However, I also recognize the dangers of this technology is creating a lot of lonely people. And we live in a very stressful time, not because of, not just because of what people think about stress, such as, you know, Nazis coming back and climate change and the impending doom of the world ending that's existed since the atomic bomb has been created. Now, apparently we're getting supersonic warheads on them, which great, easier way to kill us all. We're also living in a world of more and more uncertainty. The idea of getting a job, working that job, retiring with a pension, that's practically gone. And that uncertainty causes stress. And what increases that stress is loneliness. Because we are disconnected. We can live in a world right now, if you have the means, and it doesn't take that many means to do this, you never have to leave the house. Food can get delivered to you. Any item that you need to live can be delivered to you. And you can just stay home all day and be alone. And a lot of people do that, especially when they need to seek help. So one way you can combat this lonely time that we're living is just simply treating people better. And treating people awesome, again, is not giving them the shirt off your back, even if, though, if you're willing to do that, that that would be great of you. But it is just smiling at people looking them in the eye giving greetings having a decent conversation reaching out to the people who you love and when you're with somebody you're present 
I'm a Toastmaster. Well, Toastmasters is an organization where we work on our public speaking. One of the interesting parts about Toastmasters that a lot of people love, and more than one people have mentioned this, is the fact that you're in a situation where somebody listens to you. What this means is in our lives, in our daily lives, when we have conversations, most of us aren't really having conversations. Most of us, and I'm including myself in there sometimes, I try to my best not to do that, try to think about what they're going to say as the person is talking. One of Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people is seek to understand before being understood, which does fit into treating other people awesome. Listening to them, understanding them, truly listening, truly working on understanding, taking away what you think about other people. Because when you think of other people a certain way, you are giving them your baggage. I know this is one of the controversial things about helping people, but when you work with people and help people, you need to kind of take yourself out of it, take your baggage away, because when you have your baggage with them and you don't receive, when you give back, you're giving back your baggage as well. And you do this in your conversations when you try to think to yourself of what you're going to say as they're talking. That's the important thing to do. So just receive. And trust yourself that you're going to come up with something to say. It's just a simple trust. You can do it. It's really that easy. So treating people awesome is listening to them, making eye contact. When you see that homeless person on the street, just do your bare basics of giving them some humanity. You don't know how many times I've been told thank you by a homeless person just because I look them in the eye and say, I'm sorry, I don't have any money. I hope your day is special. I never forget this time I walked out of Whole Foods. Whole Foods store is prevalent in Washington. And I was walking out of Whole Foods and there was a homeless lady right there asking for money. And I didn't have any. Because honestly, I don't carry cash. Who carries cash anymore? As I was walking by, she asked me for money and I said, I do not have any money on me. I hope you have a fabulous day. And then she said, thank you. Most people don't even look at me. Myself, that hit me and made me think to myself, here I am doing the bare minimum of somebody who's in need. And so I decided just to do one step beyond. And I asked them if they wanted a burger. And I bought them a burger. It was a vegan burger. So I've those are hit and miss when it comes to how they taste. But I hope she enjoyed it. Got her some burger and fries. Like $10 because holy crap, Whole Foods is expensive. Today's episode is sponsored by Whole Foods. (laughs) Did I feel better about myself after that? A little bit. But honestly speaking, that was just one step above the bare minimum, spending a little bit money that I had to try to make one person's days brighter. One of the things that I do in my daily life, one of my life credos is basically try to make every interaction with somebody to make them feel better, to make their day better, to make their day brighter. Do I always succeed? No. Do I succeed more than I feel? I have no idea. I can't read another person's mind. But what I do know is that I strive to treat people the way I want to be treated. And I want to be treated with respect. I want to be treated with honor. I want to be treated with joy, with a smile on their face. And I want to give the best hugs in the world. Sometimes that can be hard. I had to work on it. I used to be very shy. The thought of, I remember when I first started to break out of my shell of shyness, I called it the smile game. 
basically what I would do is I would look people in the eye and smile and see if they smiled back. I was about probably 20 to 30% smile back. And the rejection of that was actually kind kind of tough for me at the time. I had to justify it and think to myself, well, if they didn't smile back, maybe they're having a hard day. And they also didn't give themselves a shot of dopamine, which feels so, so good. It feels good to smile. So if you are having problems with anxiety with people, I understand. What can you do? Can you do the smile game? I honestly didn't even like hugs. I didn't like hugging people. I actually did EFT, emotional freedom technique, where you tap on meridians points on hugging to get to the point where I enjoy hugging. That was something I had to work on. So I'm not asking you to be perfect. None of these I'm asking you to be perfect. What I'm asking you is to strive. So this week, think to yourself, what can you do to make other people's day awesome? It could just be simple. It could just be big. Just be big. It just be simple. Just be a little thing. You don't have to go out of your way. You don't have to, definitely don't martyr yourself. Definitely don't give more than you're capable. But build that giving bucket, I guess we'll say. And also that is just the little things. Serving other people, helping people where you can. Being on their podcast when you're asked. Listening to their podcast and giving them feedback. Anything. It doesn't have to be that big. People appreciate the little things. So if you have someone having a business doing something difficult, telling them a way to go, that's helpful. I can tell for me, I like when people encourage me. It feels good. So that is the fourth commandment, folks. Treat other people awesome. And that is the awesome quadrant. Quadrant? Ah. It's like triumvirate, but quadrant? I don't know. I should have looked that up too. So this is the part... I don't believe any of the other commandments have awesome in them. But what I do know is that these four are very important to live an awesome life. One, being awesome and knowing what that means to you. Two, treating yourself awesome because you are worth it. Three, developing an awesome mindset because that's where it all begins. And four, treat others awesome. And that is the Church of Awesome podcast. Thank you for being a part of it. Join the group, Facebook group, and we will work with each other to build an awesome life as we create a community of awesome people striving to be awesome. I love that word, awesome. I am Bridget Pree, your grand pooba cult leader of the Church of Awesome, wishing you to go forth and be awesome. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live 8 a.m. Pacific Time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.